This episode is sponsored by Code Chrysalis, Tokyo's number one coding bootcamp. See what a Code Chrysalis education can do for your future. Change your life and learn how to code. Welcome to Tokyo Speaks. This is a podcast that highlights the international community here in Japan or in Tokyo and surrounding areas. I'm Cliff, your host. I usually have a guest host, but there is no guest host today, just me. But I do have two featured guests today. All right. If you're new to the podcast, I've been doing this for three years. Started out under the name of Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. And after two years, I rebranded my original co-host. He left the show and then I rebranded to Tokyo Speaks. Um, but it's it's always been the same show, all right? So if you go back and you're listening to older, much older episodes, like um, from 1 to 77, basically, um, you'll hear Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, but it's now Tokyo Speaks, all right? So yeah, now I'll have my featured guests introduce themselves. Thank you very much for having us today. Um, my name is Trang, and I'm from Vietnam originally. I'm a third-year student in Waseda University School of Social Science, and uh, I'm very honored and very excited to be here today with you guys. Hello, everyone. My name is Justina. I'm from Nigeria, and I'm currently a sophomore student so, um, studying social sciences at Waseda University. I've been in Japan for one year, and... Yeah, nice to meet you all. Great. Thank you. Welcome, ladies. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk about the Holt Prize. And this is, uh, I just learned about the Holt Prize probably about a month or so ago. I came across the Facebook page, uh, Holt Prize mm. Waseda. Yeah. Um, so, tell us what the Holt Prize is. Okay. So, Holt Prize itself is a very big um, student competition. Uh, have that has the focus on social entrepreneurship and social impact. So the competition itself has started um, 10 years, almost um, more than 10 years ago by Bill Clinton and uh, CEO Ahmad uh, Ashka. And um, it has been going on for many years and available in many different campuses around the world. So every single year we have more than 2,000 different on-campus events and also um, different regional summit, uh, the Global Accelerator Program and the Global Final. So the Hot Prize Foundation and the Hot Prize Program itself, um, the main purpose is to promote entrepreneurship and the prize for the winner is one million US dollar to uh, start uh, the business and make it in a bigger scale so that it can pro- provide like social impact. And it's a really good opportunity for different students to take part in, to raise the ideas that um, can solve their problems in the community or around the world. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, that sounds great. All right. So 
you know, I came across this your page on Facebook, and I see that you have, um, I guess it's a, a challenge coming up. It's called Food for Good, right? Right. Yeah. Explain a little bit about what that is specifically. Um, Food for Good is actually the current theme for the Hot Prize Challenge this year. So every year, the Hot Prize always introduces new themes. So um, for the topic, the students are supposed to come up with a proposal, a project plan to solve um, food problems. So every year, um, we've had different kind of topics. Like last last year was for plastic. So they had to come up with a plan on how to solve um, a plastic waste and as well as creating a business in the, in the process. So this year, Food for Good is actually the hot price team all over the world. Wow. Yeah. So a little bit more about the challenge. So the Food for Good um, this year is about creating new jobs, new opportunities in the agricultural pro- like industries. It goes back to the root of human existence, which is like the most essential thing that make us alive. And the goal of this year's challenge is to help students to create a business that will make an impact on more than 10 million people um, that can feed the hungers, uh, hung, like the feed the people who's hungry, improve nutrition and creating more jobs and increase incomes across the industry. Now, what what are your roles in, in, in this competition? Are you just uh, like organizers or right. are you participating in the competition? Or? So um, last year, I actually was a participant and I was the team leader of um, one of our team in Hot Prize Waseda. And this year, because I really enjoyed the experience that we have, I wanted to take part as the, you know, the, the campus director. So this year, I'm the campus director of Hot Prize Waseda. And what we do is to we, uh, we gather the teams to organize. Uh, it's called organizing committee. And our role is to facilitate different webinars, different training, uh, contacting judge, and um, like promoting our event to the students who might be interested. And yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, to be honest, at first I didn't like have any interest in hot prize. I actually got the message from Trang, so I was like, oh, I've heard of this before. So I decided to like check out hot prize again, and I realized they're also into sustainable development goals, which I'm actually quite passionate about. Mm. So I decided to apply for one of the organizing committee positions. So I'm currently the trainees and judges coordinator. So I handle the communication and administrative affairs between the teams and the judges for this year. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, who's el- excuse me, who's eligible to participate in this competition? So the global competition is open to all university students around the world. And uh, for our on-campus program is available to all Waseda University students, including um, undergraduate, graduate and PhD students. Um, right now in Japan, we have more than, I think, more than 20 um, schools like that actively um, participate in the program. So we have Keio, we have Tokyo, we have Sofia University, TIU. So we have uh, a lot of university just in Japan that organizing it. So I think every um, university students who, who, who have the program on the campus, they should participate. Um, Otherwise, in, in any countries that have hot price present, um, university students can participate. Yeah. 
Wow. You well, want to add something? Yeah, I wanted to add okay. something. Um, so like if you're interested in, in if you have an, an entrepreneurial mindset and you're really passionate about solving social issues as well as creating um, a business in the process, then I think you're eligible to apply. Great, yeah. great. Now, uh, you know, you ladies, you, you're passionate about sustainability, social impact. Um, what inspired you to, to uh, be involved in this? Was there a specific moment um, some time ago or, yeah, what, what caused this um, interest? Um, for Spark me, this interest. I think it's been since my adolescence because right from childhood, I don't know if there was a moment when I just realized, oh, I'm really interested in solving social issues or maybe the environment I grew up in made me feel like I have to do something to contribute I have to do something to change the way things are so I think it's it's a lot of factors that have actually made me more interested in sustainable development and resolving social issues so right now I can say there was a particular thing that made me change my mind or like decide to mm. focus on this well, for me, because I'm from Vietnam, which is quite still a developing country, um, the economic growth is um, high, but then still the level of, you know, um, well-being is still a little bit low. And personally, I come from a very rural area in Vietnam, which have um, a lot of impact, like direct impact from, let's say, global warming, climate change. Uh, we just recently have the flood, but the flood has been going back in the history many, many years. So I kind of understand the struggle of people who have to bear the consequences of, you know, this kind of um, change in like the world, right? So personally, I grew up caring so a lot about, you know, environmental protections and how to live sustainably without damaging our environment. So I, the reason why I kind of participate, it was because I wanted to do something different and I wanted to propose this new idea. And actually the idea that I proposed was like a plastic recycling machineries, which can provide like different creative outlet while reusing the plastic in the stream, like the production stream. It was just an idea, but I felt like having the opportunity to, you know, present it to the judges, uh, it was really meaningful. And I was able to have this kind of feedbacks, direct feedbacks about the feasibility of it. So I think that it was quite interesting to, you know, um, having all the people to promote their ideas as well, because they might come from, you know, very different background, which face totally different problems than us. So... I think that um, that's the reason why I'm kind of interested in sustainability at first and how I get involved in that prize in the later on. Wow. Okay. So, Chang, you're from Vietnam and Justina, you're from Nigeria. Nigeria, yeah. Why Japan? <laughs> what's, what's your Japan story? Why did you come to Japan? Okay. Um, oh, well, a lot of people ask me about this and I think I was quite fortunate to have the opportunity to go to an international school in Japan at first. And it was called UWCI Jack Japan. Um, if you look it up on Google, there's going to be there. Um, the school itself is focused on the leadership um training and design innovation program. So we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, different classes where we can propose our um, like solutions to a certain set of like problems. And um and it also has a very diverse student background. So we have like people coming from like 
49 countries around the world and we're just like high school students. So at first when I know about the school and it happened to locate in Japan, I was very interested in um, taking part in, and go to study for three years. And from this experience, I started to learn more about Japanese culture, about Japanese technology, about Japanese way of thinking. And I think um, that's why I kind of decided to come back for university. Mm, wow. That's so cool. <laughs> um, Did you know that, Justina? Not all. Not all? <laughs> all of them, yeah. <laughs> I think just the part that you went to um, high school here. Okay. Well, yeah, I think I was aware of that. Um, for me, I think Japan was quite unplanned. I didn't like have it in my head, like, I'm going to go to Japan and school here or something like that. So I, in 2018, after um, I joined the leadership program, called Ashinaga. So I attended a study camp and prep said camp. Ashinaga? Ashinaga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it's some very... people who work there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I joined the study camp they had in Uganda and prep camp in Uganda as well. Mm. So it was at that point I was able to learn more about Japanese culture, more about Japanese people, even the Japanese language. <laughs> I started studying it there. And that was when I realized like, okay, maybe Japan is not so bad after all. Because I was really, really ignorant about a lot of things in Japan. Mm. And attending that camp actually helped me understand more. Like, there was a lot more in Japan. And I was like, okay, I think I would come here to school. And yeah. Okay, okay. And and how has that experience been overall? Like, not, not school here. Let's talk about uh, just a little bit about... Living. Just society, living here, living here, and you know, mm -hmm. interacting with Japanese and other people here living here. Um, I would say definitely it's quite different from Nigeria, mm -hmm. but thankfully, due to the study camp, I was able to like prepare for what I was going to see here because I was um, I lived with some Japanese students in the study camp, and I was able to understand like they taught us about cultural shock and things to expect when you get to Japan. And so far, I think everything that's been going on <laughs> mm. has been well expected. So I didn't really like get shocked so much. So yeah, it's been really, really fun. And I think I've started adapting to the way of life. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been cool. Well, my experience in Japan is a little bit diverse, I feel. Like because when I was in high school, I was actually in the mountain area, which we don't have any people around at all. Mm. And we just have friends with trees and bears and monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after graduating uh, and go to Waseda, like it's totally a different setting, um, even compared to my hometown, um, is there's like the city life and there's so many peoples around so I think that at some point you do feel kind of a little bit like isolated if, because there's so many people around and you mm. don't know any yeah. of them so that period of time where I kind of like kind to try to adjust myself is a little bit hard but I think that as time goes by like I was able to connect to a lot of people both Japanese and also international people and it has been quite fulfilling actually to you know having this like huge opportunities just to network and to learn from people and um, right now I'm I'm taking English classes, but also trying my best to improve my Japanese. Um, your English sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> which which is better, your Japanese or your? your I mean English for sure. Okay. I mean like classes in English. Oh, classes, classes yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. 
social, and, social sciences in yeah. English, yeah. But how is your Japanese? I think yeah, begin. Oh no, I think her Japanese is really good. She really? she was able to like give a presentation in Japanese. Oh, wait, so, when <laughs> <laughs> when we had the meeting with Professor Asai Sensei. Oh, it wasn't really like it was a mix of Japanese and English, but like it was a lot of Japanese. I I mean I couldn't do that, mm. but yeah. I actually was just mm. listening to my professor speak. <laughs> ah Japanese. no no, she was present. Trust me. <laughs> Um, I, my Japanese skills are not so good, <laughs> not mm. so bad. But um, wait, did I just say not so bad? I'm lying. Not so <laughs> good. Not so good. <laughs> you can improve. But yeah, this year I'm planning to take N four in December, so hopefully all goes well. And yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so is there is there anything that you miss about home? Food. Yeah, food? food definitely. Oh, both of you said food. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I think that's like one thing that I crave the most. I mean, I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of food when I was in high school, mm. and because when it's an uh, international high school, so we have a lot of different cuisines coming in, and uh, the the chef was able to provide like you know variety of food. Um, so I never get really bored. But once I start try, like living by myself in Tokyo and I start to cook by myself, then <laughs> you kind of miss all these ingredients that your mom used to use. Ah, yes. And yeah. then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, it's good because it's not so far from Vietnam. So there's still like ingredient you can buy like in like a certain area. Mm. But yeah. like generally to go to um, like an authentic Vietnamese food uh, restaurant is um, a little bit different from what you have at home as well. So True. I would say food. Can, can you <laughs> recommend any decent Vietnamese restaurants in Tokyo? Actually, before coronavirus, there was a lot of really good. Oh, really? <laughs> the problem is when I try to go back to the, the one, like a later, like maybe August or something, mm. like a few of them got closed. Ah, yeah. So I'm kind of sad, but... Um, there's a really good one. I hope that it's still open, which called Betunamujang. Um, it's quite famous, and a lot of people knows about it. And I think the food there is like janto. Shibuya or Eto Shinokubo. Ah, okay, yeah. Shinokubo. Okay. Shinokubo is like the place where a lot of Vietnamese people yes, gather yeah. as well. And yeah. Korean, Korean, yeah, a lot Korean, of Korean like as well. And uh, what about for you? Um, any good Nigerian food oh. spots? <laughs> So, although I said food, since I came to Japan, I haven't, like, gone to an African restaurant or any Nigerian restaurant to eat. But I actually started craving Nigerian food during the quarantine period. Mm. So, unlike most of my friends here in school and living around the university, we d I didn't stay in Tokyo for quarantine. I was, like, taken off to um, Yamanashi Prefecture. So we stayed at an isolated resort with my dormitory um, mates. Mm. So like the dorm made this rule like, okay, we have to take you guys in isolation to make sure nobody gets corona and stuff like that. So in isolation, we're not allowed to go out to the town to buy stuff and like there's no pizza delivery or something <laughs> that can come. <laughs> so, no Uber Eats. <laughs> no Uber Eats, nothing. We are literally like out of <laughs> out of town. And so um, I began to crave um, Nigerian food because we only ate what the resort gave us. And it's mostly like Japanese food, like really, really, really ja traditional Japanese food. Mm. So I, I think I lost a lot of weight during that time. <laughs> 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 and, and yeah, but surprisingly, after quarantine time, 
I came back to Tokyo. I didn't feel the same way. I think I just felt that way because I was in quarantine and I feel, oh my God, I have no choice. What do I eat? But now I'm like more into Indian food and stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. So I'm not sure I can recommend any African or Nigerian restaurant mm. yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look yeah. forward to it. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, so is there, um, you know, back to the Hope Prize, is there any... Anything else you want to put out there? When, when is this, uh, I guess, when do you have to, when is the deadline to submit? Right. So this year, um, we decided to hold it a little bit earlier. So our event is going to be online on November 28th. Um, and the registrations um, for students have been open. So um, student, if you are interested in, you can go to our website and go to the participate um button just click it and there's like going to be two forms that you just have to um, sign up for and then once you finish with the two forms we'll contact you and then you have you uh, your spots to present on the date of the event and so when people present it's gonna you're gonna do it all online right yeah Yeah. it's going to be online okay so the student have to prepare like a six minutes presentations with their teammates and after the six minutes um, we call the time and then they will have four more minutes for the judges to ask them questions and if there's any clarification on the ideas and um, you know like strategies or like visions then they can use that time to clarify that to the judge okay yeah yeah and like it's also like important to note that this is the first time we are having hot prize event online, so okay. it's it's yeah. really quite different. And would advise you students to like plan your presentations really well because it's six minutes, and you would have to like figure out how to um, make the presentation while um, showing your teammates as well because you have to like present to a group of judges online as well. So it's quite it's going to be quite complicated, but. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I, I imagine it's probably easier in person. But I guess the good thing is, so I, like a person like me, I can watch it, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause I definitely, I'll definitely check it out. Um, is it like via Zoom or something? How are you guys well, gonna going to Well, we're going to, yeah, do Zoom. And okay. uh, we'll, we'll take care of the technicality part so that we can also have audience watching. Oh, sure. great. Hopefully, yeah. Great, great. We've been working hard. Yeah, we work hard. <laughs> Our team, organizing team is actually not so big. So okay. we, we have a lot of tasks to handle us at the moment and we hope to provide the best experience to the um, both participants, the judges, and hopefully we can welcome audience to watch us as well. Yeah. Great, great. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, well, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. All right, mm. so um, any last final comments, words. final words? <laughs> um, I would say I would advise every student out there, even if you're not a Waseda University student, I think if you're from any other university and you're interested in um, entrepreneurship or like entrepreneur um, business and like social issues, I think you should apply for the hot prize. And even if you might not win at the end of the day, it's actually a great experience and it's also a great thing to add to your LinkedIn account <laughs> and your CV. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you guys should know that um, the organizing committee would also, like to the Waseda students now, when you apply the organizing committee, we're going to help you with mentorships and like judges. So don't worry about like not having a good presentation. We're going to help you through every step of the way. And we're going to help you provide like the best presentation. Yeah. 
That's really good um, sum up, I think. Um, my little comment is about like the food for good. Like maybe try to focus on like how would you solve the current problems and like try to make it very clear what kind of problems are you trying to solve because the food industry itself has a lot of problems that we don't really know. Um, even in Japan, we have the food problems that nobody also aware of. And so how can you highlight that problems and provide like um, very visible and possible ideas to solve it? Um, if you can highlight it in the presentation, I think that would be really appreciated. Yeah. Is, is it possible to talk a little bit about some of the food problems here in Japan? Well, absolutely. Um, I think that one of the food problems that Japan or Japanese people are not so aware of is like the low self-sufficiency. So in Japan, I think the self-sufficiency is only 40%, which means that most of the food in Japan are imported um, from overseas. And that means that um, once there's a disruption in the sourcing um, locations, it will be really hard for Japan to acquire um, any ingredients or any, um, you know, like... Um, things that they want like for right. example let's say um, the US have a trade um, food trade with um, Japan but if there's anything happen in the US and you know Japan can't be sustained on itself then mm. people even if they have the capital they mm. can't trade with the things that they need then it will be a really big problem and um, the agricultural like setting in Japan itself it's because of the you know the aging population there's like the lack of labor uh, working in the food and agricultural industry so um, that's also very it can be a very energy intensive industry but because mm. right now the aging population is the, the huge obstacles and um, there's a lot of things that um, either the government and the people are not really oh. well aware of yet and so I think if we can bring those into the surface and um, inviting maybe the international community to think as well, then I think Japan can have like a better discussion or like a better solution to those problems. Wow, that's great and enlightening. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I want to thank you ladies again for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Thank yes. you for yeah. having us. Good oh, luck with really the nervous. competition. Thank I you. will be tuning in. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, the date. Oh, the date is November twenty yeah. eighth. So November twenty eighth. Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Ja yeah. That's Japan time. Japan right? time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that a Saturday? I think it's a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Okay. Great. I'm off. Oh, twenty <laughs> ninth. Oh, we oh. always make the same mistake. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's twenty oh. ninth. Okay. November twenty ninth, ten a.m. Japan Standard Time. And that's a Sunday. Yeah, it's that's a Sunday. Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you Thank so you. much. It was nice having you. Yeah, tune in uh, to Tokyo Speaks on all your podcast streaming platforms or just go to tokyospeaks.com and check out the latest episodes or as many episodes as you want. All right, that's it. Take care. Mm -hmm.